Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. The stock market has been exuberant lately. Dow had been surging forward. It broke the 35,000-point barrier and continued higher. We always ask what I call the little kid question. Why? Why? In anticipation of the Federal Reserve cutting interest rates, that seems to be the reason that sparked the Dow. The hope was that the cut in rates would be announced at the recent meeting. Well, it didn't happen. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell told reporters that a rate cut depends on inflation and economic data. He said that inflation has dropped, but not to the desired levels. It seems that rates could be lowered, but that will not happen until March at the earliest, and it could even wait until May. And after the meeting, subsequent comments would seem to say not in March. Clearly, Mr. Powell is intent on lowering what has been called the cruelest tax, inflation. It impacts all consumers, but it is a greater problem for low- and middle-income consumers. Mr. Powell recognizes that, to his credit. And he realizes that lowering rates too soon could lead to a resurgence in inflation. Waiting too long could harm the economy and could cause unemployment to rise. It is certainly a predicament. The markets are anticipating a cut in rates. So on the day of Powell's announcement, the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell more than 300 points. That is after the cut was not announced. The markets were disappointed. Disappointed that rates would remain at a 22-year high. Powell's additional comments provided clues as to what his thought process is. He said, and I will quote, we believe that our policy rate is likely at its peak for this tightening cycle, and that if the economy defaults broadly as expected, it will likely be appropriate to begin dialing back policy restraint at some point this year. But the economy has surprised forecasters in many ways since the pandemic, and ongoing progress toward our 2% inflation objective is not assured. We are prepared to maintain the current target range for the federal funds rate for longer, if appropriate, unquote. That is a shift from Mr. Powell's December remarks. It is more dovish than his prior position but also more hawkish than markets had been hoping for. Mr. Howell pushed back on the likelihood of a March cut, but he didn't take it off the table entirely. There will be six weeks of economic data to examine by the Fed's next meeting on March 19th and 20th. I don't think it's likely that the committee will reach a level of confidence by the time of the March meeting to identify 
that March is the time to lower interest rates, Powell said last week. He is encouraged by the progress made to date on on reducing inf the inflation rate, but he indicated that needs are, are out there that indicate continuance for some time longer of the current rates. But he did say we are on a path to the 2% annual inflation goal. When asked about how long officials need, Powell said, and I will again quote him, lower inflation readings over the second half of the last year are welcome. But we need to see continuing evidence to build confidence that inflation is moving down sustainably toward our goal, unquote. The markets, as evidenced by their recent declines, are not happy by the Fed's lack of action to lower rates. Personally, I think Mr. Powell's rationale is sound and his concerns are legitimate. Anyone doing food shopping knows that the cost of some items have come down. That there is no doubt. On the other hand, the overall grocery bill remains high, too high for many Americans. And in some cases, people are observing they're paying the same price for food and getting less quantity of food for it. And that is a problem. Gas prices dropped previously, but they remain significantly higher than a few years ago. And in recent weeks, they started to rise. OPEC has indicated it will cut production to keep prices high. In short, and in my opinion, Mr. Powell is right to be cautious. Inflation is too big an issue. It must be handled. I applaud Mr. Powell for taking a difficult course of action, but it does look to be the right one. And some people are concerned about his apparent shift in his remarks. And in my opinion, that can't be helped. The information, the metrics, they sometimes contradict each other. They sometimes change. It makes predicting inflation rates and the rate of interest much more difficult than you would think. Many investors would likely see, would like to see lower interest rates in a higher stock, stock market. I feel rates have been low, too low for too long. Many people, savers, those who are investing in the stock market and instead choose to save in bank accounts, certificates of deposits, treasury bills, or earn nearly nothing on their hard-earned savings for years. And that is far too long. And these people include many senior citizens, retired people. Savers have an opportunity to lock in decent yields. By keeping rates at their current levels, the Fed is giving savers more time to earn more money. And that, for many people, is a clue as to the action they should take to lock in interest rates on what you might view as their safe money, the money they don't want to put into the stock market. There's another important point. The markets are clearly poised to continue rising to record levels. Lowering interest rates will serve as the impetus for a rising market. Of course, other economic news and geopolitical events can play a role as well. As interest rates increase to, as we said, a 22-year high, many investors pulled money away from the stock market and put it into money markets, CDs and treasury bills. 
it is reported that approximately $1 trillion is sitting in such accounts. Much of that money, or at least some of it, will find its way into the stock markets as they rise and as interest rates fall. So when it does, you can expect to see markets take off. Some investors who previously earned 5% in a bank account will invest in dividend-paying stocks. Another point, when the safe investments pay lower returns, many investors are willing to accept some risks of the stock market as they pursue higher returns. Let's sum up. The anticipated interest in the anticipated interest rate cuts will not happen yet, but they could later in the year. Rates will remain high for now. Stock investors should be encouraged. The potential for record stock prices exists, but it will likely happen later this year. Keep in mind, however, those geo geopolitical events, Russia and Ukraine, Hamas and Israel, China and Taiwan, there are other risks, I'm sure, they remain. And this is why a diversified portfolio that includes treasury bills and notes is important. Now is the time to lock in those high rates on your safe money. Another important point, the market's disappointment about rates remaining high has caused it to fall a bit. This is a good time to identify companies that will thrive due to innovation and opportunity. This is actually an interesting time to save and invest and improve your finances so you have a better life. We will, in future discussions, offer ideas. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.